What up, Binger fam? Welcome to Head Bingers in Charge. I'm Courtney. I'm Mackenzie. And on today's episode, uh, we're going to be talking about the Friends reunion and the premiere of The Bachelorette. (laughs) Kenzie's a big Bachelorette fan, if you couldn't tell. Uh, I'm a big Friends fan. I guess we're both big Friends fans, but I'm super fans. But I'm certainly more excited to talk about Friends than The Bachelorette. (laughs) Uh, For those of you who haven't seen Friends, I'm sorry. Um, But it's a TV sitcom from the 90s. I think it was 94 to 2004. Uh, It's about six friends uh, living in New York City and basically just going through the struggles of life together, you know, the struggles of the 20s and your early 30s. Um, and they recently had a reunion since it's been, uh, ooh, how many years now? 17. Since it, 17 years. Since, since the this, end. Since the end of the show. So it's been about 17 years since the six of them have been in the same room together is kind of what, the, they said during the reunion. Um, and the Bachelorette, uh, as I'm sure most of you know, but just in case you don't, it's a reality show. It's like a dating show. It's a spinoff of The Bachelor. Uh, so there's one bachelorette, and she has about 30-something-odd suitors. And um, they go through uh, about two months' worth of dating each other, and then she chooses someone to get engaged to at the end of the show. So I think... We're going to start with the Friends reunion. So it's time to hit that button, Kens. Very good. So let's get started with the Friends reunion since we've been waiting for 17 years to see the six of them in a room together again. How did you feel about the Friends reunion? Well, let's just preface with saying um, I don't think we've been waiting 17 years because 2004 we were... um, seven and 11 um, yeah we didn't watch friends yet but it feels like 17 years yeah for sure um so we've been watching friends since we were little kids we had the box set from our grandmother and uh we watched it before we even understood it um, <laughs> correct we watched it every night to go to sleep so it's it's uh definitely our favorite show i would say we both absolutely agree and to clarify, she's saying we, but we weren't watching it together. We each had our own separate rooms. Yes. <laughs> and we would share this same box series so we could never be on the same season or the same disc. Yeah. And um, yeah, we would just rewatch it over and over again. It's like a, It was like a comfort food, but TV. Right. For sure. And um, I was definitely excited for the reunion. And I was very happy with it. I don't know how you felt. I was pretty happy with it too. It was certainly exciting to see all of them together again and to hear um, a lot of the things that we got to hear. Uh, I do think there were some things missing, but we could talk about that later. Let's talk about the excitement first. Okay, I enjoyed how they started with them each coming in, and I was happy that we got to see them like see each other for the first time and see the set for the first time. I was going to be upset if they kind of just like started it with like an interview, like with them already together. Agreed. That was really cool to see them reacting to the set and mm-hmm. how they were able to recreate the set almost perfectly. Because you know that set's not still there. Except for and the you know, except for the cookie jar, which is at Lisa Kudra's house. <laughs> correct. Almost perfectly. Almost perfectly. Um, but it was really cool that they were able to, you know, get all of those pieces back together you know all the props all the set pieces and rebuild it to make it look almost exactly the same i think that's really cool yeah definitely shout out to the crew absolutely wonder if it was like the same crew that'd be pretty cool i was thinking that when they uh when the credits came on because you know again tv nerd so that's the kind of thing i like to do is read the credits i was thinking like oh it would be really cool because they did do that dedication they dedicated the the reunion show to people from the cast and the crew that have passed away which i thought was really nice Mm -hmm. but i was thinking like wow it would be really cool if they used the exact same camera ops the exact same grips but 
that would be a lot of people to get back together and <laughs> i'm sure they didn't have you know the same camera ops for all 10 seasons you know like some of them might have moved on or have got different contracts or whatever but that would be really cool and we'd be interested to know that's for sure what did you think about um like some of some of the things we found out about the show like jen and uh, david <laughs> well we can certainly talk about jen and david but one of the big things that stood out to me i like wrote it really big in my notes they begged for david schwimmer yeah that was funny i thought that was so interesting I mean, I know that he is the perfect Ross. Like, I couldn't have imagined him being played by anyone else. But also, we all know Ross is, like, the worst character. So, I just found it so interesting that they literally had to beg for David Schwimmer. Like, can you imagine? I mean, I can imagine what the show would have been like with any of them being cast differently, but... Right. Yeah, and that's... I thought it was interesting that they said, um, you know, that there were so many different scenarios where it wasn't going to be those six people. And um, I thought it was really interesting that um, Joey was almost the guy that was playing Joey's twin. Yes, I wrote that down too. Uh, And I'm just remembering him. I'm like, ew. (laughs) Joey and fake Joey. What was his real name? Carl. Carl. Joey and Carl. How are you doing? How how are you doing? (laughs) That's so funny. I can't... Ew, like, I can't I imagine him being Joey. No, I can't either. But I love that they brought him back to be on the show. Like, that's such a fun fact. Like, that's that is so fun. cool. That is really that cool. That is really cool. And them um, saying, like, Rachel was the hardest to cast. It, like, makes sense, but it doesn't make sense to me. Like, because you'd think it'd be easy to cast, like, a snooty, whatever. But, like, they said they wanted her to be likable still. And, like... Jennifer Aniston, like, is just... She's Rachel. Right. Absolutely. So I understand, like, why it was hard for them, like, until they saw her. Yes, that's the thing, is everything makes sense, What like, what they said. Right. It's very hard to find someone that's spoiled and snooty and, you know, was popular in high school and was picture perfect person and make them likable still because you know in movies and stuff that's usually supposed to be the villain or the person that you don't like or whatever so it makes sense that they like you said they had such a hard time um i love that (laughs) phoebe was just like an instant cast almost like they were like as soon as she read the script they were like boom like she made the script come to life is what i think they said and i thought that made sense because I think Lisa Kudrow does an incredible job. That's such a fun character to play, but she probably brought it to a whole nother level than some of those other people that were reading for the part, you know? Right. And um, I didn't, I knew that um, Jennifer Aniston was on another show, but I didn't know that Matthew Perry was. And I like that they showed that this like space alien that baggage clip. claim thing. I was like, what is this show? I'm glad this was not a show agreed um i also thought it was interesting to find out that ross didn't like marcel i think i actually knew kind of that but not to like that extent i knew he was like kind of annoyed with him but like i think that's like why they kind of got rid of him but i mean it makes sense i'm sure you know working with animals in a stage situation is probably really difficult oh look at the chick and the duck they made it they did. No one said anything bad about the chick and the duck. Do you remember them like like their last episode? Cuz I the don't. The chick and the duck. <laughs> yeah, like I just don't remember them like cuz you know they dove head first for into fun on the farm, they like died. Um but I don't remember them actually dying or No, I don't remember either. I literally have no idea. I remember them breaking apart the foosball table to save them. That was the the new chick in the duck. Oh. The baby ones that Joey bought for Monica and Chandler in the finale. Right, right, right. I was going to say, there were definitely chicks and ducks that made it all the way to the end of the show. (laughs) Yeah. 
That's interesting. We'll have to we'll have to go back and look. Oh yeah, I want to know when their last appearance was. Yeah. <laughs> I also thought it was interesting again from a TV nerd standpoint that uh, the one where no one is ready was shot in real time. That's insane. That means they did it like like a play. Like they went all the way through every single line just shooting from all the different camera angles. No like cut or oh I messed up my line. Like they did it in real time. That's insane. But that's the same episode where Joey or Matt LeBlanc dislocated his shoulder, right? Mm -hmm. So they said they did have to go back and film that once his arm was healed. Yeah. Because he was in the sling, so then they shot the other episode where he fell off the bed, and then they had to come back to that once he was out of the sling. Mm -hmm. So so I guess they did have to, like, edit it, and I don't know. Yeah. Well, they said it was shot in real time, so I wonder if they literally just did the whole episode over. Maybe. Hmm. That might have been why, because they, I know they said, it said something about, like, budget issues. It might have been because they had started filming that episode, and then had to postpone it. It was probably did a lot for the budget because right you know they still have to pay the crew and the cast i'm sure for a full day even if you know so that's very interesting to me um also can we talk about uh i loved all the guest appearances some of them felt a little random like justin bieber why i don't know was he even born when friends was around i don't think so (laughs) i can't i mean i think he's around my age so i don't want (laughs) to Okay, all right. Well, maybe he's a big fan, and that's fine. I just found it to be random. Um, but Gunther's special appearance, that looked nothing like him. No, it didn't. Nothing like him at all. I We couldn't see his hair that shines like the sun, so <laughs> I just was like, that is not Gunther. I loved um, Mr. and Mrs. Geller out in the audience. Yes, Jack and Judy. Judy Pickles. Is that her name? One of the only actress names I know. Is that her name? Yeah. Yeah. Because it used to come up on the... At the end of the episode. Judy Pickles. Interesting. I don't think her name is Judy Pickles. I think her last name is Pickles, (laughs) but you think Judy was her character name and her real name? I'm pretty sure. Again, my memory sucks, but I'm pretty sure. Oh, it's Christina Pickles. I told you. (laughs) I thought it was Judy Pickles. Judy Pickles. <laughs> I was so confident, too. That's all right. I live to embarrass myself. You think she's uh, related to uh, Richard? Tommy Pickles. Oh, no. He's picking. He's picking stuff. Pickles. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who? <laughs> oh, man. Richard Weber. Now we're really embarrassing ourselves. Yeah, I know you were talking well, about Richard Weber. The girl that plays the the voice actor for Tommy Pickles was in Friends, mm-hmm. so <laughs> there is relation. We'll bring it back. <laughs> there we go. We're tying it back in now. It all makes sense. Um. Anyway, back to the reunion. Can we talk about how emo I got when Ross and Rachel read their first kiss scene? That was cute. That was really cool to see. I think I liked that they reread some of the scenes. Can I also say, and I am a huge Jennifer Aniston fan. I love her, but like, I don't know. She wasn't a given at all, but some of her, uh, when she was rereading some of the scripts, I was like, meh. Agreed. I think like Lisa Kudrow was given it her all. And she like, but I don't know. Jen was kind of just like, meh. Even know. David Schwimmer, he was, he was doing well. But yeah, I think, yeah. I don't know if it was, maybe it was just too emotional for her, you know? Yeah. She was crying a lot, so maybe it was just too much. Yeah. But I do agree with that. I liked that they did some scene reenactments. I do really wish, though, I mean, I didn't care for the, um, for James Corden. That's just me, though. But uh, I do wish that we had gotten more, like, I don't know, behind-the-scenes knowledge, if that makes sense. Like, I think we got a little bit of it. I would have liked more, personally. I agree. I agree. more fun facts or things we didn't know, like, you know, Ross was the heart, or Rachel was the hardest to cast, and Ross had to be begged to join. Like, that stuff, to me, was so interesting. Um, Definitely. 
and the scene reenactments were great but can we talk about matthew perry what about him i thought he was like very sad and he was like if i didn't get that laugh i felt like i was gonna die yeah well from what i remember and again i don't keep up on celebrity news so if i'm incorrect i'm sorry but he went through it didn't he like he was on drugs and all that stuff so that you know yeah i think it was like seasons three through six ish again i don't know for sure but he said he doesn't even remember like filming them yeah which is wild um like him saying that like when he said that i was like wow like that's probably what led him down that path yeah, and then, like, when they showed the blooper of, like, Joey, how he kept falling off the chair and everything, and everyone was laughing at Joey, so then he ran in there because he was, he needed a laugh, too, because, you know, Matt LeBlanc was getting laughed. I was like, this is so sad. Yeah, it is. That is really sad. That's the, like, that's the stuff that, like, I wanted more of, though, you know? Like, what happened behind the scenes? Obviously, we know it wasn't all smiles and rainbows, you know? We're not dumb, so... It would have been nice to see more of that. Like, did any of the rest of them go through anything while during filming? You know, or was Matthew Perry the only one? It also made me sad when he said during the interview that nobody ever calls him. <laughs> I know, he kind of seemed like the outcast. Yeah, it made me really sad. Because I love him, and he literally was the perfect Chandler. They were all perfect for their parts, but he was the perfect Chandler. Yeah, I liked how... Um... You know, they said they did the huddle before every episode. I didn't know that. That's, That's really cute. cute. And speaking of Chandler, can we talk about how Monica and Chandler weren't supposed to end up together? Yeah, I knew. I kind of knew that. I know the original plan was supposed to be Monica and Joey to end up together. Like, from the premise of the show. What? That was always the plan. That's why they, like, showed, you know, him with the lemonade you know, when he came over and he's moving in and they had that, like, flirty scene, the throwback scene. Like, they always had, like, them living across the hall and they, they were supposed to end up together. And the original, I mean, a lot of things changed from the original plan, but. Right. Well, I absolutely, like, can't imagine if Monica and Chandler did end up together. Like, I'm so glad that the audience reacted positively and I'm so glad that they listened because, I mean their end game i think monica and joey would have been so awkward well you don't know because like chandler and monica would have never happened or like and you don't know what they would have done to like i guess but even that scene to me like them doing the lemonade scene like that to me always felt forced and awkward i just don't think joey and monica's personalities mix in a non-platonic way can we talk about whose personalities do mix? Who? <laughs> and I always get hate for this, but I am a total Rowie shipper. Rachel and Joey. Really? Oh, always have been. I liked, you know, their little romance in season nine. And I don't know. I always liked them. Because it was always kind of there. Like, Joey had that crush on her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, you know, stuffed his feelings down for Ross. And then she liked him. And then... You know, they finally did try it out, and then Ross was not fine. <laughs> he was not fine. And but he yeah. made fajitas. He did. <laughs> and, you know, obviously Ross and Rachel will always be epic. And, the you know, the ending, I got off the plane, is always, you know, mm-hmm. it's one of the best scenes of the show. Mm-hmm. But I still, um, I'm still like Joey and Rachel. Well, you heard it here first. Joey and Rachel should have been endgame. Those aren't my words. Nobody please take those words and manipulate them. They are not my words. They're Mackenzie's words. <laughs> I never said endgame, but maybe. I think it should have lasted a little longer than it did. They kind of just like broke it off real quick. They didn't want us to get a taste of it because then we wouldn't have wanted Ross and Rachel together and that would have just ruined the whole plan. You can't lie that, like, sometimes their relationship was toxic. Oh, their relationship was so toxic. So toxic. Not good. Anyway, um, Kenzie and I, as we mentioned, are both 
diehard Friends fans. So uh, I think we're going to put each other to the test here, aren't we? Yeah, we're going to um, sort of reenact the trivia game like they did in the reunion. We're going to do a little bit of a lightning round. The lightning round. All right, friends, time for the lightning round. So Mackenzie and I both came up with 10 questions to ask each other. Lightning round style. And then we'll see who has the most points at the end. Who got the most right? Are you ready? Ready. All right, let's do it. Chandler and Rachel ate cheesecake off the floor from what bakery? Little Mama's Bakery in Chicago, Illinois. (laughs) Close. Mama's Little Bakery in Chicago, Illinois. I think that's right. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. I even knew the state. Come on. You did. You did. I'll give it to you. Which friend's character has kissed every other main character? Joey. Incorrect. Rachel. What was the name of the game Chandler made up to give Joey money? Cups. Yes. What was the last state that Ross couldn't remember in Chandler's dumb states game? That he couldn't remember? Mm Mm-hmm. Nevada. No, he said Nevada twice. I got Nevada twice. New Hampshire. Delaware. Delaware. When he came in, he's like, Delaware. (laughs) Hold on, I have a caveat to that because he says, Delaware. You know, and then Chandler says, so he goes and he gets his turkey and he goes, you know, you have Nevada written twice, right? And he goes, yeah, I know. So he really didn't get the last date. We don't know what it is. (laughs) All right. What is the name of Ross and Monica's dogs when they were kids? They had multiple, but Chi-Chi? Chi-Chi. What is the first wedding gift that Monica opens? The tiny salt shaker. For tiny salt. (laughs) What was the name of Chandler and Ross's college band? Way. No way. (laughs) Ross and Rachel's wedding dinner was held where in Vegas? Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. Last two. They're getting harder. Rachel was in what sorority? I know what sorority Phoebe was in. <laughs> what sorority was Phoebe in? Remember, she's making fun of her. She's like, I was in Phi Mega Tampon. <laughs> <laughs> Phi Mega Tampon. <laughs> I forgot um, about that. Oh, I was a whatever girl. She said that. Oh, shoot. Shoot. Five seconds. Four, three, two. Kappa Kappa Delta. Kappa. I was a Kappa Kappa girl. That's not very sisterly. Yeah. yeah. She said that. All right. All right. Last question. This one's hard, in my opinion. What is Joey's pin number? Scratched on the back of the ATM. What is it? They said it. Apparently. The internet has an answer. It's probably something silly. Is it one, two, three, four? No. <laughs> it's five, six, three, nine. They did not say that. I'm going to argue that question. <laughs> they never said that. I know you scratched it on the back of the ATM. Right. Apparently they said it. We're going to have to go back and watch that episode. All right. Well, I'm kind of mad I didn't like actually think of my own questions because I don't think these are that hard. Sorry. But now we got it. We got it. How many did you get right? Seven. Seven. Very good. Seven's the number to beat. Five, seven. Six, Six seven. Six, seven. <laughs> seven. Seven. All right. Are you ready? Ready as I'll ever be. What was the name of Rachel's childhood dog that died after being hit by an ice cream truck? Oh, man. Now all I can think of is Chi Chi. Um, five seconds. <laughs> and now all I can think about is Mrs. Whiskerson. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. No, don't tell me though. I, I I'm okay that my time is up, but don't tell me. No, tell me. Lapu. Lapu. <laughs> oh my God, Lapu. It's Lapu now, honey. But it'll get better. oh man this show is too good a co-worker named bob continually calls chandler by which incorrect name 
um it's something like not ted maybe ted why is ted sticking out of my head oh my gosh why am i so bad at this i'm gonna go with ted it's not ted toby toby i knew it was a t (laughs) oh my gosh it's been too long since i've watched that's the problem what is the name? I don't need it to fall asleep anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what is the name of the vampire-themed porn film that Phoebe's twin sister stars in? <laughs> Buffet the <laughs> Vampire Layer. <laughs> <laughs> Buffet the Vampire Layer. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good question. <laughs> what is the name of Chandler's roommate who refuses to leave in season two? Eddie. Correct. Eddie won't move out. Okay, I actually had the same way, no way question, so that doesn't work. Um, (laughs) Their song was Emotional Knapsack. (laughs) Chandler's father goes by which drag queen name? Um, Oh my gosh, I know this. Viva Las Vegas. Uh, Helena Handbasket. Correct. Just took me a second. Joey buys the encyclopedia covering which letter of the alphabet from a door-to-door salesman? V, as in Victor. Yes. Volcano. (laughs) What is the name of the woman that leans out of the work of art that Phoebe gives Monica? Oh, Gladys. (laughs) Gladys and Glittis. What is the name of the girl that Ross and Joey both date at the same time? Ross and Joey both date a girl at the same time. Yes, they do. I remember. Mm, I don't remember her name. Kristen Lang. Kristen Lang. Remember she was moving in? Yes, but I don't... I just didn't remember her name. Like, literally, even after you said it, it didn't click. That's how long it's been. I really need to re- rewatch. Okay. Um... What was the name of the men's lipstick that Joey helped advertise? Ichiban for men. (laughs) Ichiban lipstick for men. (laughs) Which actor shower does Joey get caught using without his permission after a fishing trip? Okay, it's not Al Pacino. He plays Al Pacino's butt. Charles, uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? Charles Charleston Henson or something? You're close. Yeah. Char Charleston Henson. Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston. <laughs> I was close. I had the I had close. the right idea for sure. How many did I get right? You got seven right. So. Oh wow! Look <laughs> at that. <laughs> I can't tie. <laughs> <laughs> how can we not tie i don't have any more questions yeah i don't know we have to tie we'll take a tie this time next time we'll be more prepared yes tiebreaker and we should be, we weren't prepared like ross with his lightning round i know what is chandler bing's job he's a he's a transponster that's not even a word anyway that was fun i'm glad we tied because we're both Aries, so that could have ended badly if we didn't both tie. Yeah. Um, but we could literally talk about friends all day. Loved the reunion. Had a blast. Would recommend to any Friends fans, for sure. If you haven't watched it already, definitely watch it. It's totally worth it. It's two hours, I think. A little less with no commercials. Yep. 10 out of 10 recommend. Are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah, I could tell you look excited. I am excited. Talk about The Bachelorette? Yeah. All right. Well, let's do it. Let's do it. So just for some perspective, Courtney did not watch last... She hasn't watched the last few seasons. I have not. So she has no background knowledge on Katie. Correct. I have... I've been continuously watching, so I saw last season. So I'm curious to hear your opinion of Katie, first of all, because you have no prior knowledge. Um, I love Katie. I think she's fun. Um, I think she's funny. Um, she's beautiful. Yeah. Um, 
I love that she's um, like sex positive and that they're talking about that openly on TV. I think that's really cool. Definitely a little off brand, especially for ABC, which is, you know, a Disney company. So um, certainly found that to be very interesting, but I really like her so far. It's only been one episode, but right. I like her. I think she's fun. And it seems like all of the guys, I mean, I know they say this every season, but all of the guys are really there specifically for her, which means she probably made a good impression last year. So yeah, I mean, last season, I mean, yeah, I definitely loved her last season. Most of Bachelor Nation did. Um, she was kind of, there was a lot of, at least how the edit was, there was a lot of like bullying last season, a lot of drama between the girls and she kind of stood up for some of the girls and like called for the bullying to stop whatever, even though all the girls denied that there was bullying at all. Um, so yeah, and she kind of, she didn't stay that long into the show, which a lot of people were surprised that, you know, she was the bachelorette. Um, but I think she'd made a good impression yeah, definitely. I really loved, you know, at the beginning when um, Caitlin and I'm sorry, who was the other girl? Tasha. Tasha. Caitlin and Tasha. I love that they were hosting, by the way. Like, I love that it it didn't feel like they were hosts, you know? It just felt like they were guiding her through. I loved that vibe. I loved that feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love when they were asking about, you know, the guys and what her type was. And she said, my type doesn't have an appearance. Yeah. I thought that was like, I was like, wow, I like her. Like, I thought that was really cool because, you know, I mean, sure, everybody has a type or whatever, but it shouldn't necessarily be an appearance. It should be more about their personality, you know? Right. I thought that was really cool, especially on a show like this, where it's very stigmatized that it's all based on looks and stuff. So... I thought that was really cool, and that definitely, I definitely liked her a lot after that statement. Yep, and uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed Tasha and Caitlin. I think she did a great job, and they both did a great job. Um, I, I know a lot of people are mad that Chris isn't on the show, um, but I think you know it made more sense to have a fem- female there, female host, um, especially both of them who have both been in the position as Bachelorette. And like you said, they didn't seem like they were hosting; they were just kind of like her friends or like she said it feels like I have sisters here you know and I liked how they were sitting there eating popcorn watching and she would she would turn around and give them the thumbs up and the air hump was one of the funniest things ever (laughs) I thought it was so fun like the interactions and the eating popcorn and I just I loved it I thought it was really cool like that vibe is so much better than Chris Harrison standing in front of the tv saying the same stuff that he says every season Right. You know, because I mean, how much different can the script get with the same format after 17 seasons? (laughs) Right. You know, I thought it was a really cool uh, concept hosting choice. Um, So let's, I guess, start talking about these men. Yeah, let's talk about the uh, limo entrances. Who stuck out to you? Um, Honestly... The f- the first person that comes to my head is Courtney, probably because that's my name. <laughs> but <laughs> I thought he was really cute, and I thought he was funny and clever, and like I don't know, I thought he was adorable. How he was like, you could tell he was a little shy and nervous about it, but like you know, still did that cute little poem to make him stand out. Made a little dirty joke, which they know that she loves. So I really liked him for sure. I agree. Um- I like the the first guy that came out of the limo. Usually the first few are normal entrances, you know, no spectacles. I don't know what word to say. <laughs> um, spectacle. Yeah. Um, I was Thomas. I liked him. He was mm-hmm. straightforward. He was cute. Um, I think she liked him. She said she was, like, blushing. Um, I made sure to, like, mm-hmm. note, like, if she said anything about them. Um for example, she said she got good vibes from Trey. Mm-hmm. He was the ball. That was I thought he was the ball pit guy, which I enjoyed. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. Okay, I was kind of like meh. I feel like you could have done better, Trey. But that's just me. I thought uh, that you know you know how I am. So a man drives out with a truck, and I'm already turned off. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the man part alone turns me off, but that's another story. (laughs) 
<laughs> Something about a truck just doesn't do it for me. A man with a truck full of balls doesn't do it for you? <laughs> it sure doesn't. Is that a gay joke? I mean, they were, they were rainbow balls. That's true. That is true. They were. Oh, that is true. They were rainbow balls. I'll give them that. But yeah, I don't know. This is not my vibe. But then again, the girls, they ate it up. They were like, oh, I love a man with a truck. So yeah, good for them. Just not was, my thing. That was really funny because I don't know if you saw that. Um, Caitlin is engaged to Jason and Tasha's engaged to Zach. And they were both like, we don't have trucks. What are they talking about? <laughs> That's funny. So, I guess that um, was a hint. They need to get a truck. Yeah. Um, but I like Trey, like just from his video package. So then, you know, when I saw the ball thing... Yeah, I just yeah. I like them. Absolutely, I thought Trey was pretty cool. I thought that Gabriel guy was weird with the "Let me show you my favorite hug," and they were just like hugging and breathing. I was like, "Why is this happening?" I literally wrote like "weird hug." <laughs> I wrote "favorite hug?" question mark Weird. <laughs> Someone like, what? I'm gonna have to send you. I found this girl on Instagram. I forget her name. I will definitely have. We'll share it on Instagram because. I want to give her the credit, but I don't remember her name. Um, she created a musical recap of the episode. And when she says, when she talks about him, she said he mansplained a hug. And I just thought it was so funny. <laughs> that is very funny. Very funny. Very true, actually. Yeah. I hate that. Now I don't like him <laughs> even more. I'm glad he went home. Yeah. Um, what, do you think of, what do you think about the box? Oh, I thought that was weird, too. Like, why did that go on for that long? Why did he stay in that box for that whole time? You know, I said the same thing. I said, why is he still in there? Like, was that his choice or did they, like, just make him stay in there? And then I was like, this guy better be pretty good, you know, all the anticipation. And, I mean, he was really cute. He's a good-looking guy. But I don't know about him. I don't know either. I always wonder, because, you know, this is the type of show where there's a lot of producer influence. So I always wonder what is actually the guy's choice and what is not so mm-hmm. that is a good point that maybe it wasn't his choice but regardless it was a weird choice <laughs> very weird choice i i thought it was funny that all the guys were like oh that's the box guy like they all knew he was like good looking <laughs> yeah they had to um another notable one um cody 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 oh blow up doll. With the blow up doll yes <laughs> named sandy <laughs> Well, do you know, you know what Katie's entrance was, right? No. She showed up with a vibrator. So that's why they all kind of went with that. Right. And like, I get it. I get the whole uh, sex positive thing and the sex jokes, but the blow up doll though, like really, like, I don't know. Do people still use blow up dolls? Like it's 2021. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I guess neither of us can speak for men. (laughs) It just seems very strange. It seems like very like 1990s humor, you know, to make to make jokes about blow up dolls. Yeah. But maybe I'm just I, I don't know a lot of intimate information about men. So maybe I just don't know. Yeah, I heard on um the podcast Bachelor Happy Hour, they were trying to brainstorm like, well, what's the male version for like a vibrator? And they're like, I guess it is blow up doll. I don't know. But like they couldn't think of anything else. He's like, they could have just showed up with like lotion and a sock. <laughs> <laughs> right that's a good point i guess you know i just hope he doesn't actually use it i guess is my i don't think he will i don't know i mean i don't kink shame but blow up doll just seems a little strange to me i guess that counts as a kink shame i'm sorry it's not my thing how's that it's good i think she i think she liked him though i'm trying to remember yeah which is strange she kind of but again that's her that's her sense of humor so it makes sense right um what did you think about andrew s with the accent the fake accent Ooh, i was just gonna bring him up um i think he's adorable i love him i like him a lot (laughs) i like him a lot i actually have an asterisk next to his name because he's one of the people that i think is going to make it very far yeah i liked him i liked you know his opening package with his grandma and everything that mm-hmm. he's cute yes agreed i think he's very good looking i love that he came in the old-fashioned car i thought that was cute the fake accent was a fun icebreaker something they could laugh about get rid of the nerves mm-hmm. um 
I am, you know, wondering if, you know, they'll continue to be compatible because he does seem a little reserved, I guess, in comparison to some of these other guys that are like really out there, you know, um, which good segue because I'm feeling the same way about Greg. Greg! I love Greg. Again, I think he is adorable. I think he is such a sweetheart. And I love that he got the first impression, Rose, because it was very obvious that he needed that validation. Yeah. Um, I was nervous she was going to give it to the cat, but we'll talk about him. Yeah, we'll talk about him. Um, But I love that she loves Greg. She did mention that he looks like her ex, so that's interesting. For sure. Don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Neither does she. So, um, but I want. I really hope that he'll be able to keep up, because again, he seems very sweet, very shy, and she's, you know, funny and outgoing, and the whole again sex positive thing. Like, is he going to be able to keep up with the dirty jokes and the puns and the this and the that? Maybe. Maybe he just needed that first week to shake the nerves. Right. Yeah, I think he'll be able to keep up more than the. Uh virgin baseball player mm. just because he's reserved doesn't mean you know that he's not you know oh i know i'm sure that he is active but i'm just you know there's one thing it's one thing to you know uh be sex positive and have that you know in your life it's another thing to be comfortable talking about it especially on national television like right. some people don't talk about sex some people think it's taboo some people talk about sex all the time. Like, it seems like that's Katie's vibe is, you know, again, the sex positivity. Like, she wants to be open about it, wants to talk about it, wants to be comfortable, make jokes about it. I found it funny when she was like, yeah, if you're, you know, not confident and comfortable talking about it, you're not going to get along with me or my family. I was like, what does her family talk about? (laughs) (laughs) Right, me or my family. I'm like, what are y'all talking about? A family dinner? Like, I'm confused, but... Honestly, it's, I think that's, you know, healthy to talk about that kind of stuff. Some people don't agree, but I think talking about sex should be a normal part of life. That's, you know, everybody does it. I shouldn't say everybody does it, but, you know, a lot of people do it. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, natural. So why not? Why not? Why not? Back to Greg, I have to say, my favorite line from the entire first episode was, it's not real gold, it's like uh, pasta. (laughs) (laughs) That was so cute when he gave her the little necklace. He was really hyping her up too. He's like, yeah, she's got a long list. I was like, oh, she, like, I thought she was like 12 or something and had this little cute little Etsy shop and he pulled out the pasta noodles. I was so dead. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. Oh, it's really cute. I was glad that she gave him the first impression, Rose. Me too. He's really repping New Jersey. He's making me proud. We love to see it. Yeah, as Jersey girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we like it. Absolutely. Um, going back to Connor, the cat man. Cat man. I thought he was going to get the first impression, Rose. <laughs> I did too, and... I guess, I don't know. I didn't like the cat, but I understand that she likes the cat, so. Yeah, I didn't like the cat thing either. I'm with the guys. I thought it was weird. I mean, I guess it's good to know that, you know, you have somebody fun. Like, me personally, like, I would like to know, like, if I'm going to end up with someone, like, and we go to a costume party or we go somewhere for like for Halloween, like, I don't want a person that's going to be like, oh, I'm not dressing up, like, I'm not 12, like, that's gross. Like, dress up with me, you know? You do notice that, like, the people that usually dress up in a costume don't go really far on the show. But if you think about it, like, the people that we love on the show, Alexis Waters, she was the dolphin shark. Mm-hmm. The cupcake, mm-hmm. Chris. So I don't know. I think, you know, people don't usually give them a chance. But once the costume comes off, we'll see what happens. Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, you got some sexual innuendos of your own there, Kens. There you go. Once the fur comes off, we'll see what happens, right? Yeah. I didn't like when they were, like, kissing and, like, his whiskers got all over her face and everything. That was weird. That was so weird. Very weird. But, I, I again... I wish he kind of would have taken off the costume before the end of the night, but... 
agreed. That's the thing. <laughs> if you would have did it for the first impression, I would have been like, oh, that was cute. And, you know, shows his personality and stepping out of. And he even had like the, he had the hairy like hands, the fur. Yeah. Too much. Too much for me. Um, another person that I'm glad is gone is Jeff, the guy in the RV, not representing New Jersey well. <laughs> no. <laughs> the fact that like, how do you, how do you know that you're going to be on a show on national television and not clean your RV. Do you think it was actually his or you think it was a, a bachelor, like a producer thing? Again, could have been a producer thing. He could have been an actor from New Jersey. Who knows? <laughs> but I was... Like, no, he was a, a surgical skin salesman. Uh, yeah, what? Everyone was talking about that. What is a surgical <laughs> skin salesman? <laughs> he sells like artificial skin. Why do we sell it? If people need it for surgery, can't we just give it to them? <laughs> I'm so confused. But okay. I also really liked, um, I think it was Justin, right? He's the one that did the paint thing. Yes. And then when they had their conversation later, it was all like, oh, I'm hoping you complete me. Yeah. It was a little corny, but I thought it was really cute. I thought it was cute. I didn't think much of him like with his entrance because I don't think he did anything. But then when he did that little scene, I was like, oh, he's a contender. He made the the joke. He said something about stroking it out. Like he made the sex joke. So it was like. Okay. And then he said with this and pulled out the paintbrush. That makes sense. So he he knew he did his homework. He did his homework, you know, and I love that. Good. Sorry. I love that he brought it full circle by showing her the painting. Right. Um, he did get the first kiss, so. He did. At least in the order that we watched it. That's Always true. remember that. You never know who actually talked to who first. <laughs> Unless they're all arguing about it, then you know who got time first. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, any other thoughts about who, uh, who went home that you think shouldn't have or who stayed that you think shouldn't have? Um, I think... I didn't really mind anybody that went home. There wasn't anybody where I was like, oh, no, she should have saved him. Um, yeah, I kind of wanted to see more of Marty, though. I don't know. The dancer, I thought he was fun. Okay. But other than I was that. Gonna, I was going to say maybe Marcus. He was okay. Yeah, Marcus, too. That's like when I was looking at this and I realized that Marcus and Marty didn't make it. I was kind of like, oh, but I mean, if you don't feel the connection right away, what's the point, you know? I was surprised that um, Garrett made it. He's the ginger. I I just didn't see him. You know, they, they didn't really show him much. So I was surprised. Yeah, that's I was like, I'm like looking at the picture right now. And I'm like, who even is that? Yeah, that's why I was surprised. <laughs> Again, I'm not a bachelor bachelorette pro. So these first episodes really overwhelmed me with all the names and the faces. And I just. It's definitely overwhelming for even the pros. It takes a few episodes to learn their names. Yeah. For sure. And even then, I'm still grateful for the little lower thirds with their names on them because... I think I think they should have name tags at least the first night. <laughs> they should have name tags. It would make it much easier, easier on The Bachelor and Bachelorette, too. Yeah. Honestly. Suggestion. They're 17 seasons in, but maybe we should do name tags. You think they'll listen to us? No. Probably not. Anyway, I think we're going to talk about... Um, some predictions right we've only seen one episode so we're gonna try to um guess who's gonna go all the way with yeah little to no information so i have i was trying to come up with like a list of you know contenders right i got a list of one two three four five six seven eight names okay so there's Eight names are Thomas, Trey, Greg, John, Andrew S., Justin, Connor B., and James. So those are, you know, people that stuck out to me. But I'm going to say final four, and this is, you know, based on Katie and who Katie likes. I'm going to go with Greg, Connor B., Catman. Andrew S. and Justin. Okay. Sorry, I'm looking at my little cheat sheet here trying to figure out who Andrew S. is. Okay. Okay. Very interesting. Um, it's a, that's, you know, a good point to 
establish that people that I like might not necessarily be who I think she's going to end up with, you know? Right. Um, but I think... Oh, that's always hard for me, though. Because I always want my people to go all the way. So I think I'm going to keep at least one person that I think should go all the way, but I don't know if Katie's going to keep them that long. Okay. Um, so for the top four, I think some of them are going to overlap, but uh, I'm thinking Greg, Connor, the cat man, <laughs> Courtney, who I love, as you know, and... Andrew S. I do have an asterisk next to his name, so. I do as well. Andrew S. Did you say him in your top four, too? No. Yes, I did. Oh, yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yeah. So we have three of our four are the same. Yeah. Which one did you say that I didn't? Justin, the pink guy. Mm. Yeah, he didn't do much for me, but I, I, I get that, though. Yeah, he didn't do much to for me either, but I think she liked him. Like, yeah. I probably would have put John or Trey in there mm-hmm. instead of Justin, but I think she liked Justin, so. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I'm rooting for Courtney. I think he's going to come out of the woodwork. He's going to be a sleeper? There's always a sleeper. Mm-hmm. I think he's so cute, and that means a lot coming from me. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's so cute, and he's so sweet. I like him. I'm excited to see more of him. You just like his name. Yeah, you're right. I'm a little biased. Do you have any predictions on who's going to be the villain? There's always a villain. Yes. Wait a minute. That reminds me. Can we talk about it for a second? Who got into it? <laughs> I knew The we baseball gonna... guy and somebody else got into it. Who was that, though? Was it the baseball guy? I thought it was... I thought it was the baseball guy. I thought it was Cody. Which one's Cody? See, I'm so bad at this. Oh, Cody was the blow-up doll guy. Okay, so who did Cody get into it with? Aaron. And it was weird. It, like, nothing happened, like, that we saw. They just showed, like, Aaron say, I really don't like you, man. Yeah, that's interesting. Like, I wonder if they know each other outside of the show, and that's going to come up later. Yeah, and I think maybe that's why they showed it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it has to come up again, or it would be really weird. Definitely. Definitely. Like, you know, it's probably going to be the two-on-one. We we can probably say that by now. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I think, I don't know, Aaron could be a villain. I did, you know, I thought he was cute and I liked him when he, like, entered, but that little situation was weird. Yeah. I think that's, I'm going to, I'm going to choose Aaron because that was the only thing that gave me villain vibes, really. I mean, it's the first episode. Nobody usually gives off villain vibes the first night. It's usually... Once they start stealing time or, you know. Yep. A little too soon for all that. Someone that we didn't talk about is John. And I like John. He's the one that's all smiley. Oh, he was the IT consultant. Yeah, he's cute. Was he the IT consultant? I have wrote down bartender. <laughs> um, well, okay. <gasps> oh, there's two Johns. Is there? Apparently. I have a John, the bartender, and John, an IT consultant. Okay, it's John, the bartender, and Josh, the IT consultant. Well, sorry. <laughs> You're good. So John is the bartender. Yes. <gasps> yes. Wait. Okay. Yes, I like John too. Yeah, he had a nice smile. He does. He does. He's very cute. He could be a sleeper. Yeah, very, very well could be a sleeper. What other predictions do we want to make? Um, we got to try to guess final rows. Otherwise, it's no fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, hmm. Just take a stab at it. Who do you think's going to win? Andrew S. Really? Okay. That's probably who I would have picked, so that's why... <laughs> went that way okay i don't okay, i don't okay. know i think i think i would like her and greg together but i don't i don't know i think because he's more reserved i don't unless he opens up more she might 
you know, not, I don't know. Yeah. That's mine. And I, I was going to say Connor, the cat, but I, I kind of don't want that to happen. So I'm not going to, you know, put it out there to, into the You're not universe. Put it into the universe. <laughs> so I feel that. I'm going to stick with my gut. And I know the show always wants to put us in one direction just to pull us into another, but I'm going to stick with Greg. Okay. It's respectable. I like him. I'm rooting for him. If not him, I'm rooting for Courtney, but definitely make my prediction Greg. Definitely a Greg fan. Yeah, we love Greg. He's also from Jersey, so we love him. Who would you want to see in Paradise? Ooh. Um, David, I think, would be fun in Paradise. David. John, too. Because, again, I think he's going to be a sleeper, but I don't think he's going to go all the way. So Mm -hmm. he's going to be like the sweet one in Paradise, you know? Um, and maybe also Trey. I think Trey's fun. I like Trey too. I think Box Guy is gonna. He's a. He seems like a Paradise guy. Yeah, that makes sense to me too. Definitely. And uh, you know, you never know. Some people get end up getting more screen time, and you know, our opinions might change on them. So. Absolutely, but it'll be fun to see how off we are based on the. Yeah, just the first episode. If Aaron is the the villain, he'll probably be in paradise. <laughs> yes, exactly. I was thinking that. Um, I know we've done the brackets before, but we usually at least go what three or four episodes in before we make guesses. We've been doing two the last few seasons. Okay, two. You okay, know, we do two so. episodes and then we have to fill out our whole bracket. Right. Gotcha. So yeah, that'll be interesting to see. With just one episode making a guess. In the meantime, though, next episode, I think we're going to talk about uh, Outer Banks. Because uh, aren't they coming out with a new season? Yeah, Outer Banks is uh, dropping July 30th. Very cool, very cool. Any other uh, fun TV news for us, Kens? Oh, of course, Court. <laughs> we have... Um, they released the list of celebrity hosts for bachelor in paradise i believe you know the main name out of that is lil john lil john hosting bachelor in paradise i cannot wait david spade is also on that list not as excited but i hear he's a bachelor super fan so it's always fun i love that i love david spade (laughs) i do too um i don't know if you did you watch becca kufrin's season because lil john was actually on that season as well no, I didn't. He hosted a date and he played like one of his songs and her and Blake smashed a bunch of stuff like TVs and interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. I didn't know Lil John was a uh, part of the franchise already. Yeah, he is. Uh very interesting combination there. Yeah. But um there there is one more piece of TV related news for my One Tree Hill fans which Courtney is not. I've been trying to get her to watch it. I am not. Um, no. <laughs> so Sophia Bush, Hillary Burton, and Bethany Joy Lenz, the three main female characters in the show, have decided to start a podcast called Drama Queens, and they're going to be re-watching One Tree Hill, which they haven't watched since it aired, and they're going to you know, be discussing and giving behind-the-scenes looks and stuff. So, So that should be fun for the One Tree Hill fans out there. Definitely. That sounds like a lot of fun, Kens. Thanks for the news update. Uh, I can always count on you to fill me in on TV news. Um, But like I said, next episode, we're going to talk about Outer Banks. We'll talk about the first season and uh, maybe what we think about the upcoming second season. We'll also see how our Cruel Summer theories panned out, see if we were close or how incorrect we were. in the meantime, um, the Binger Games will be debuting on the 14th of July, and we'll have more info on what the Binger Games actually are and how you all can play along with us. Um, within the next couple episodes, we'll give you guys more information on the Binger Games, but we're really excited for it, right? Yeah, definitely. So be sure to stay tuned for that. Um, subscribe to our podcast if you want to 
keep going with us. Yeah, we drop new episodes every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in, subscribe to our podcast, and uh, we're on social media at Head Bingers Pod. Keep on binging. <laughs> <laughs>